If you could build your children's ministry from the ground up, what would it look like? What would you change? Well, thanks to all that we've been through with COVID-19, many of us are in a rebuilding season right now. So if you want to talk rebuilding children's ministry, then stick around because that's what we're diving into today on the Simple Kid Men Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Simple Kid Men Podcast, the podcast where we take the complicated world of children's ministry and boil it down to the things that matter most. I'm your host, Jason Byerly, and I am so glad to be back with you guys today. Now, today we are talking about rebuilding children's ministry in 2021 and beyond. I don't know what things have looked like in your church, but as for me and my team, well, we've had quite a year. Last spring, our church had several weeks where we were online only, so we had to scramble to figure out how to provide online content and stay connected with families and our leaders, even when we couldn't meet face-to-face. Then, when we reopened over the summer, we had to figure out best practices to keep our kids, leaders, and parents as safe as possible as families began returning to church. And that forced us to rethink, well, pretty much everything. We had to rethink how we did everything from check-in to small groups and supplies. And all along the way, one of the biggest challenges was rebuilding our volunteer team so we could be ready to welcome kids back to church. Now I realize that every church and every region in the United States and the world are in different phases of this. Like you still may be online only, or you may have reopened just recently, or you maybe reopened even before our church did. But I think one thing we all probably have in common is that as we look at 2021, most of us have an eye on what it looks like to rebuild our children's ministry for the future. Now, as terrible as the pandemic experience has been for so many people, and as hard as it's been to serve families and kids in this season, I do think we have a unique opportunity right now. It's the opportunity to rebuild our ministries from the ground up. And this allows us to be more intentional about the foundation, the structure, and the priorities in our children's ministry. For us right now, our attendance is growing, but our numbers are a lot lower than they were before the pandemic. But that gives us an opportunity to think about what we're doing, how we're doing it. And today, I just want to encourage you guys to do the same thing. If you're in a season where you haven't yet reopened or you've reopened with lower numbers, take this time to pray, process, and put together a strategic plan for what your post-COVID children's ministry may look like. Then think about the steps to get there. Okay, consider this question. What do you think God would want you to change about the way you do ministry in the future versus how you were doing it in the past? You might consider some of these areas that you could think about overhauling or rethinking during this season. Areas like safety and security, curriculum, praying for children, leaders, and parents, discipling kids, family discipleship, leader care, the look and feel of environments or some other infrastructure issues, or how about your own personal walk with God? Now, those are just a few of many areas you might want to pray through and think through in this season as you plan for the future. Now, for me personally, here are a few examples of things that we're doing differently in our children's ministry as a result of this past year. Now, last spring, our quarantine season gave us a great opportunity to scrutinize our curriculum. During quarantine, we used pre-purchased teaching videos online, but we started recording our own intro teaching and wrap-up segments that I was writing and filming every week. And this gave me the chance to really think through what we were teaching and where it was missing the mark. 
Long story short, because of quarantine, we're now laying the groundwork to begin writing original elementary curriculum in 2022 that will give our kids just more substantial and strategic content. I'll probably share more details about that in future episodes as we get a little farther down the road in that journey. Also, we've streamlined and updated some of our family discipleship tools to better connect with families who are attending online or in person. Our old online resources were haphazard and people had to go to a lot of different places to find them, but now we've made it really easy for parents to get our teaching videos and our family devotions. What we did was we started an email list for our parents called the Weekly Bible Blast so that we could deliver our online content straight to parents' inboxes. Now this tool works for families who may be attending in person and need a next step just to talk about faith at home or for those who are still attending online only. As another benefit, the Weekly Bible Blast lets our parents avoid or cut back on social media if they want to do that while still getting our content. Before we made this change, they had to go to Facebook if they wanted to access our teaching videos on demand, but now it's just an email, which gives parents some great options. Okay, beyond that, as we prepared to reopen children's ministry last summer, we also added in some new layers of safety and security that we'd been working on for a while, and they would have been really hard to do pre-pandemic, honestly, because of our just our sheer numbers. But because we reopened with fewer kids and fewer leaders, it was much simpler to put these new safety and security practices in place from the very beginning of reopening. We also used this time to transition our electronic check-in system over to Planning Center, which again would have been much more complicated with our pre-COVID attendance versus the smaller number of families that we opened with last summer. Now, some of these things would have happened even if we hadn't gone through the pandemic, but they would have just been a lot harder and taken us a lot longer. Other things, like the curriculum especially, I'm not sure that we would have ever even gotten around to it if we hadn't had to pivot and offer online children's content. Also, just keep in mind, this is an ongoing process. Our team is continuing to pray about what God has for us and what we need to do differently in this new season. And I don't share any of those examples saying that that's what you need to do at your church, but just to encourage you to pray into new possibilities in this next season. Now, one thing that's been a really great encouragement for some of us on our team is that we are reading through the book of Nehemiah together this spring. And it seems like such an appropriate place to start for 2021. Now, here are just a few thoughts about what I'm learning from Nehemiah that might help you as you pray about rebuilding the children's ministry at your church. Number one, Nehemiah cared more about God's kingdom than his own. When he found out about the wall around Jerusalem, it broke his heart and he put himself at personal risk to bring honor to God. Number two, Nehemiah prayed. He repented on behalf of his people and he asked God for favor with the king and let God work out the timing and the resources to rebuild the wall. Three, Nehemiah evaluated. When he traveled to Jerusalem, he took time to assess the extent of the damage. He didn't start rebuilding until he had an accurate picture of what he was up against. Four, Nehemiah rallied the people. He knew he couldn't rebuild the wall alone. It was going to take the people of God working together to carry out this enormous task. And five, Nehemiah was on guard. When his enemies tried to distract, discourage, or attack, Nehemiah was shrewd, he was vigilant, and he refused to let his enemies interfere with his great work. Now, I would encourage you and me to put those same principles into action as we look towards rebuilding ministry in our local church. Number one, let's stay focused on building God's kingdom, not our own. Number two, let's pray, repent where we need to, and ask God for favor to build a ministry that brings Him glory. 
and then let's wait on his timing and his plan to work out the details and provide the resources we need. Number three, let's take time to evaluate. If we wanna rebuild our ministries prayerfully and strategically, let's take time to assess what's broken and what could be better before we rush to put a Band-Aid on something that may need to be completely reworked. Number four, let's rally the people. Take great care of our leaders, build a team, even if it's a brand new one, and unite them around a common vision to see kids and families transformed by the power of the cross, the hope of the empty tomb, and the unshakable truth of God's word. And number five, let's stay on guard. Don't let Satan discourage or distract you from the important work God's called you to do. Stay prayerful, stay in community, stay surrendered, and stay alert so that spiritual attacks and the problems of this world won't stop you from doing what God's called you to do. And of course, this rebuilding process, it all starts and ends with God. It's his church, his ministry, his families, and you and I, we're his too. And that brings us to our simple takeaway. Follow God's lead to build God's church, God's way. Now, our verse for today is Psalm 127.1, and it says, Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Well, friends, that is it for today. I hope this has encouraged you, sparked some ideas for the future. Go back and read Nehemiah and see what God has to say to you out of it. Go back and review that list of areas that I mentioned earlier that you might consider reworking or revamping in this next season of ministry. But most of all, pray and seek God out and see what he has for your calling and your church in your unique context. Now, after all our world has been through over the past year, I am convinced the children's ministry in the local church is more important than ever before. So don't give up. Your kids need Jesus. Your kids need the Bible. Your kids need people who love God, who love them. And it is our great calling to equip leaders and parents who can connect our kids with the God who loves them and meets all their needs in Christ. And in this season, that may take some extra perseverance, extra creativity, and extra flexibility on our part to adapt to the changing landscape around us so that we can deliver our unchanging message of the truth. Hey, thanks for hanging out today. I hope you found something helpful in this episode, and I hope you have an amazing week serving God's families at your church. And I'll see you back here next time on the Simple Kidman Podcast. Oh,